Hello, I am thrilled to welcome you to a series of interviews that I hope will make a brilliant addition to Six Impossible Things. It's important to me that we hear from creatives from all walks of life. So I feel very fortunate to connect with a range of people who are at different stages in their creative paths. We will talk with crafters, visual artists, both emerging and established, art teachers, and with people who are just venturing into a new creative hobby. Everyone deserves to have their voices heard. Join me in appreciating and supporting all their efforts equally and with kindness. Today's artist is a fairly new recruit to the world of collage. Her name is Elaine Gallon, and she's a funny, lovely artist from Quebec, Canada. She has a light, very delicate approach to collage, and her work is eclectic with a mild color scheme that's very easy on the eye. She's able to move between collage and digital work, and for the purpose of this discussion, I need to clarify that I will be referring to traditional cut and paste collage as analog collage. I'll do my very best not to cause any confusion. So now that we have the terminology figured out, let's go north to meet the artist. She'll tell us how she stays open-minded, laid-back, and above all, curious. So move over, Cheshire Cat, because this conversation is bound to have us grinning from ear to ear. Hello, Ellen. How are you? Hi, Matt Collage. I'm fine. Thank you very much for that beautiful intro. Oh, you're very welcome. Everything that I said was true. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that I pronounced your name correctly, finally. Of course, of course. Okay, thank you. So, um... Just to start, why don't we go ahead and have you tell us a little bit, as an introduction, tell us a little bit about what you do, where you live, um, anything that you would wish to share. Okay. Uh, well, as you said, my name is Helen, Hélène in French. I'm a French-speaking woman. I live in Quebec, Canada, and uh, I do collage uh, for about uh, since uh, 2021. Mm. Uh, it's two years now, and uh, I love to do that kind of art. And I'm a very uh, curious person and artistic person. And uh, that's about it. <laughs> well, that's quite a bit already. Um, you didn't mention what uh, you did for a living before. Maybe I shouldn't ask if you didn't share, but is, is the, that something that you can share with us? Yeah, of course. I'm I'm kind of retired, but I don't like to say retired because I'm I'm a very active person. Uh, retired for me, that means uh, it, it, it kind of mean uh, I'm on, I, I live on a desert island and I don't uh, take part of society anymore. That's not true. <laughs> and the, so the word the retired doesn't apply to me very much. <laughs> That's perfect. Suddenly, I feel retired. <laughs> 
after that description, I think I'm the one who feels retired now because I don't do that much. <laughs> um, why don't you tell us a little bit about, uh, you explained that you've been doing collage for two years now, mm -hmm. about two years. So what kind of, of, of uh, creative practice do you have? Is it just collage? Do you, you know, dabble in any other, other uh, activities, any other practices? Well, it's mainly collage. I started with uh, with analog collage, so paper, glue, whatever. And uh, in the meantime, I discovered digital collage and I discovered Procreate. So I had a very, I had the most fun playing with that uh, application. And uh, so I did much more digital collage than analog, but sometimes I miss uh, gluing paper and cutting paper. So I do both. Um, and uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I was going to ask you later on about the differences and how you felt about each one of them. But before that, I have, uh, I am curious too. And I wanted to know about your space, the space where you work. I assume that you have a studio or perhaps, uh, you know, a dedicated place where you work. I have a dedicated place, a strange dedicated place, because it's in my kitchen. <laughs> I work on my kitchen island, in the middle of my kitchen. <laughs> you must be a very clean person, because if I tried that in my kitchen, everything would be covered <laughs> with grease. <laughs> Well, I have to say, I'm not a very good cook. I don't cook very much. So my kitchen is very clean. <laughs> For all the wrong reasons. Then. For all the wrong reasons. <laughs> well, but at least we get a lot of collage out of that kitchen. Yes, of course. <laughs> well, it's, it's put to a very good use then. Yes, and it's big. So I have uh, much place to... Uh, to um, to uh, put my papers all over the place. <laughs> so how do you organize your space? Is it, I imagine that you leave all your supplies out all the time. All the time, because I live alone, so I, I can play with my things uh, every day. And it's all, uh, as I say, it's all covered. My island is covered of paper, glue, and whatever. And uh, I have two, um, I don't know how to say it in English. In, the, in Francais, c'est un chariot sur roulette. <laughs> a rolling... Um, um, yeah, like a utility cart. Exactly. There you go. It was there somewhere. <laughs> it was in there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, a tray, like you said. I have two of them to put all my things. And uh, that's about it. You move things around and, and yeah. get what you need. Yeah, exactly. It's very practical. Yeah, it works uh, well like that. Excellent. And uh, you said that you started making collage two years ago. Mm -hmm. And um, do you remember which was your first attempt at collage? Uh, yes, I had. Uh, before making collage, I was upcycling furniture. So I had a lot, oh. a, a lot. I had a lot of images that I could use for collage. 
So I had a lot of utilities that I could use since I don't make furniture anymore that I could recycle to do collage. So huh? I started uh, with uh, minimal collages just to try it and see what I can do. So my first collages are very minimalist. That's very interesting. I would I'm very curious now about upcycling furniture because I wouldn't know I wouldn't know where to start with that. It seems like it's very uh, ambitious to upcycle furniture, a lot of work. A lot of work, but it combines paint and what I was doing when I was upcycling furniture, I was transferring images on my furniture. Ah, it's very interesting because somebody approached me about transferring some of my images and I just couldn't figure it out and I kind of let it go by the wayside because I really couldn't figure out how they would do that and she didn't really explain in detail so I kind of forgot about it so it's actually a thing that people do <laughs> well after this podcast mad collage I will send you all the explanations if you want to oh that would be fantastic you know this is what's great about the podcast I get to learn so much about things that perhaps I've heard about before but I don't have the time or the inclination sometimes you know to just research in depth so it's wonderful uh, I'd be delighted if you send me that information that I'm very grateful thank you <laughs> You're welcome. I, and you. that's the other thing. I, I the, the collage community on Instagram is very exceptional. It's mm. very fun to, to share things, to share tricks and to share our, our, uh, our working uh, tricks, you know. Yeah, and, and ideas. And uh, yeah, I think it's lovely because everybody has a different, um, the work has a different slant, mm -hmm. they have a different focus, they have a different, like we were talking about earlier, a different aesthetic altogether. And to see all that, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a field with a lot of different flowers, you know, and they cross pollinate. So it's beautiful, whatever, yeah. you know, you get different things all the time every season you get different flowers so it's it's great it's um, great and it's very inspiring we inspire each other i hope so i hope that that's also in in a small measure what the podcast is doing so that's my hope mm -hmm. um let me let me uh, ask you about you said that you live alone and that you're able to have your dedicated workspace, you know, ready to go at all times. So what does a day in your life making collages look like? Well, in the morning, I'm very slow. So <laughs> I'm reading newspaper on my iPad and I drink my coffee slowly. And I do uh, very often, I do digital collage in the morning. My analog collage, I do it in the evening. Don't ask me why. I don't know, <laughs> but... Uh, that's my way of working. I'm ins I'm inspired in the morning with more with my iPad and Procreate, and uh, in the evening I return to my paper and glue. and uh, And the difference between the two for me is that when I do analog collage, I have I need to to make it rest. Maybe uh, sometimes two days, three days, four days. But in Procreate, it's more easy to assemble my things, you know. Mm -hmm. that's, mm -hmm. the, that's the way I, I work. Yeah, I'm very familiar with waiting. And uh, I've 
I've shared with everybody, anybody who's heard any episodes knows already that I am a very impatient person. And I went ahead and picked collage on purpose, I think. There was something that happened, you know, that told me that I needed to pick analog collage to exercise patience because I have no patience for anything whatsoever. And it's very much like you described. You have to let things sit for a long time sometimes and look at them and come back and, you know, re-examine things. And it's a, it's a long process when you're working uh, on an analog collage, a, a, you know, cut and paste collage. Um, I don't know anything about digital collage. I think I'm going to push my luck and ask you to teach me about that too. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, no problem, Matt Collage. <laughs> it's been my pleasure. I think you're going to be the teacher, I'm going to be the student, and I like that. So, um, yeah, the, the, I've, I'm curious, of course, but uh, that's another thing that seems like, an, like a big, big mountain in front of me. And I know that digital collage is all the rage, and a lot of people use um, digital collage exclusively or maybe in combination with analog like you do. But I've never been able to get over the fact that um, it's mediated. You know, you have to do it through a computer. I'm not very friendly on friendly terms with computers. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I have to say I rely to you for the impatience because I'm not a very patient in life. Oh, <laughs> So that's why maybe I do more digital collage I than see. paper collage, maybe. That's the reason, maybe. The the difference, well, my, my challenge for me, I will talk for me. The challenge for me is to make a digital collage that seems uh, analog collage. Oh, not, not always, but, but often I question myself, is that? digital collage looks like an analog collage so my challenge is to make it look real you know as if mm -hmm. it were in paper and that's my challenge that's that's fascinating to be able to achieve that result i don't know how you do it but uh i'm i'm ready to find out uh i i'm a very impatient person but at the same time doing collage is calming something in me you know it does it calms something in me because I'm a very rational person also. So the collage makes me just come rest and be quiet and yeah, find peace somewhere. <laughs> it's very, very interesting that we have in this conversation and we're finding uh, uh, points, you know, we're finding commonalities and then we're yeah. also finding differences and we both make collage and you're saying you're a very rational person and i would say that i am a very irrational person <laughs> actually but we both do collage so yeah. that's that's really fascinating i think uh, collage is a very it's a very large umbrella term you know and it, it's it's mm -hmm. a very large boat it can accommodate a lot of different people I you know think so too a lot of different people can make a beautiful and, you know, wonderful collage and get a lot from from making it. Different things, you know, but uh, get a lot from, from the practice. I have a question about influences because I'm always interested in knowing 
you know, especially if somebody has recently started to make collage, mm -hmm. they, they must have been looking and seeing the work of other artists before. So are there any artists in particular that you feel are influential, influential on your work? Yes, the first, the first artist I saw uh, is work on Instagram when I was uh, searching for um, for inspiration and to know how it works. It is Samuel Eller. I love this artist because he's um, he can he can do both analog and digital. And as mm -hmm. I say early, as I said earlier, he he, uh, he succeeds to do digital collage that looks analog collage before, because when I started, uh, I saw his collage and I, I asked myself, how can he do so, um, so um, precise collage with paper, so clean and so precise? Uh, I love him. And the other one is Lydia Rink. She does uh, many mixed media collage, and it's absolutely beautiful. Um, it's very interesting as well what you say about the the uh, you know how difficult it is sometimes to get certain finishes with analog collage, mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of people you know travel over to the digital side of collage because they want to have that pristine that clean look mm -hmm. and um i'm not bothered I, a lot of my collages have a lot of mistakes and uh when i used to have pets and uh unfortunately i don't have my puppy anymore but um when she used to be around i used to say that my collages were 95 percent paper five percent dog hair <laughs> <laughs> i get questions through uh, text sometimes uh email um, sometimes on Facebook, and this is something that keeps repeating. People ask me, where do you find your images? How do you source your images? Do you have an answer for that? Uh, I would say that the research part of the collage is almost as fun as when I do the collage. I love researching. I love research. I worked, I used to work in a, in a library, in municipal library, and I was... Mm helping people finding their things, their books, their whatever. <laughs> so the research part, I like it almost uh, almost uh, like I love to do collage. So for the digital, there's so much sites where I can find images, brushes, uh, stamps for Procreate. So I... It's, um, how do you say, à l'infini? It's infinite. <laughs> infinite. It's infinite. That's In right. It's infinite. And for my analog collage, I used to go uh, thrifting for my books uh, to read. So when I when I go there to thrift my books to read, well, uh, I'm, I can buy some old books to do my analog collage. And I used to go to Marketplace, too, because once I, I bought a pile of Life magazine, old Life magazine. Mm. And the people told me, oh, uh, you, will, you will have a good uh, reading. I didn't tell them it was to cut and to, <laughs> to glue. 
did they change the price immediately? <laughs> I think they were they were thinking I was a collector or something. I oh. don't know, but <laughs> I didn't tell them. <laughs> so my sources are infinite too for analog uh, collage. So you know, one thing on on one hand we have the sourcing of the images, which is really interesting, and um, I I coincide with you that those are really useful sources. And then on the other hand, we have tools. And I know that, of course, very different set of tools for analog collage and mm -hmm. for digital collage. So which ones are your favorite tools in each case? Well, with analog collage, I use two kinds of glue. If I'm doing collage just for fun, I use uh, glue, uh, the cheapest glue I can find. But if I want to make a very nice uh, collage that I want to sell or something, I use, um, oh my God, how, how do you say uh, caoutchouc in English? It's one with a, a, a brush in it, you know? Um, oh. Glue oh. That, that doesn't make any smooches or when it, when it dries, you can just roll it and it doesn't do anything... Um, it doesn't, uh, my goodness. It is, doesn't... It, is it rubber cement? Yeah, rubber, that's it. <laughs> you found it. Yes. It has a very strong odor, though. Doesn't it bother you? Oh, uh, not really. It no? It smells too strong, no. No, it does for me for some reason. I've always huh? taken away from rubber cement for, for, the, for the smell, actually. Do you find that sometimes a rubber cement is, is too harsh on some types of paper? Not really. Obviously, we're not using the same brand of rubber cement. <laughs> Apparently, maybe we're not, and we're maybe we're not talking about the same glue. <laughs> maybe not. That's possible too. But it's something to learn about. I think I will give uh, rubber cement a second look, and uh, and see if I I I can get good use out of it because. Mm -hmm. Um, in the past, I've tried and it hasn't been very, I haven't been very successful. I, of course, blame the glue, but it could have been me. <laughs> it could have been me all along. Um, so you were saying the rubber cement is one of the things that you use for analog collage. What, what other things do you use for analog collage? I use uh, scissors and I use uh, cutters, fine mm -hmm. cutters, and I use, uh, what do I use? Um, uh, paint, I use water paint, I use, uh, I think I have all the things I can use to make analog collage. I'm kind of obsessive sometimes. <laughs> That's okay to be obsessive. Um, you're dedicated. I would say you're dedicated. It sounds better. So when I find a new, yes, thank you. When I find a new technique uh, somewhere on the net, then I say, oh, I want to try this. Uh -huh. And then I go buy all kinds of things to do my art. <laughs> I know it can get a little bit expensive. People don't realize how expensive it can get if you start experimenting. And there's always something else that you can get and something else that you can try. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, um, so you, your choice for cutting uh, your tool, uh, your your main tool is uh, scissors. No, it's the, the the little cutter. So you're very precise with the cutter. Yeah, exactly. Ah, you make very precise cuts. That's that's interesting. I I hardly ever use a cutter. 
Um, I usually, I like to use scissors. Uh, I love scissors. I've always loved them. They make me feel like I'm a child again. You know, I love paper as well. Um, you know, paper, I always say, oh, paper has, you know, it has uh, the, the feeling of the paper. It has texture, but it also has sound. And sometimes it has smell. It has all kinds of things, you know, it, it just... But, that I can relate because I'm a yeah. huge I'm a huge reader. So and I don't read on my iPad. That no no no. I like the real book. I like the objects, and that's the same thing for reading. I'm obsessed with reading and books. So I have a a, a place in my home that is dedicated to books. I have a lot, a lot, a lot of them. <laughs> that's that's lovely. I I would have I would like to have a dedicated place just for reading. And yeah, I love books as well. And they do have a, a special, depending on the type of paper, they do have a special smell. So, and supplies, you know, a lot of um, the supplies that we use, because I was going to ask you about, uh, do you uh, draw or paint or use markers on your analog collage as well? Uh, yes, I, I can sometimes. And uh, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to, to uh, start mixed media collage and I'm trying to do some paints and and include my collage in a, in a, in a paint so I like to explore all kinds of medium and all kinds of arts I like all kinds of art mm -hmm. um, so we've established that you use cutters and we've established that we love the books and <laughs> you know, printed material and paper. And then we move over to the area of digital collage. And you mentioned earlier that you use Procreate a lot. Yeah, I use Procreate. I started with a with a, um, a demo of Procreate just to, to see if I was able to do something in this, uh, this application. So... And I liked it. It's very, it's very friendly user. It's more friendly user than Photoshop. I, I, and uh, it's not very expensive. And you can do a lot of things in Procreate. And as I said, on the on the net, you can find a free, uh, m uh, much free uh, things that you can use in Procreate: swatches, palettes, uh, brushes. Uh, yeah. And it's not the same thrill to do analog collage and the same fun to do digital collage. And that's why earlier I talked to you about the challenge that I that I uh, give myself to do a digital collage that looks like an analog collage because mm -hmm. uh, I like both. And um, it's surely not the same thing. It's surely not. Uh, provides the same feeling inside of me when I do analog or digital. Mm -hmm. But I like both, so I'm I I don't want to um, I don't want to stop myself like you said and choose from one another. I like both, so I do both. And yeah, if I want and I if I want to do less collage and make more paints, I, I will. Uh, that's another thing that I think it's very important that people understand that you don't have to choose and you don't you can give yourself as many choices and chances as you want, and you can start uh, perhaps by making drawings and end up doing fiber arts i mean there will be a progression and you will have to learn new things but if you keep exploring you're going to land eventually on something that really makes you feel 
excited and and good and and proficient and and I don't know, you know, you uh, confident. And so stick with that, whatever it is, and don't really worry very. I mean, don't worry at all about what other people think. Exactly, uh, Matalaj. And it's the same thing for the style. You know, when you when you talk of arts, sometimes we er, we hear, uh, oh, you have to have a style. What's your style? I don't have a style. If I have it, it's not uh, conscious. And it's okay. I don't want to have a style. I don't want to do all the same thing. I don't want my collage to be all the same, to, to have the same resemblance. I don't want that. I want to explore. I want to to my I want my art to be different to always be different I want uh, people who follows me on Instagram uh, I like thinking that they say oh what uh, amalgam is gone is going to do today you know yeah and I I like you know we have that word in Spanish too una amalgama which means bringing things together mixing things together Yes, una amalgama is just a blend, a mix of things. Is that correct? Exactly. And when people ask me, what's your style? I I, I respond to them in French, uh, je suis versatile. I don't, I don't think it, if the word exists in English, I'm versatile. So I have a lot of styles. I mm -hmm. like different styles. <laughs> I'm inspired by, by uh, much people, but more than one people. So I... Uh, all, all my art is a mix of all I see, of all I I feel. Uh, it's it's different all the time. It depends on what 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 I want to do. It depends. Uh, uh, my inspiration is is often an image, uh, a photo that I found on the net or in a book. So, and my my starting point is often uh, if not always a picture you know so i i don't know what it what it will ends up uh, looking like but i i like this i like us uh, uh, following my intuition you know mm -hmm. i like that very very much because um um one funny funny thing that happened to me once is that somebody wrote to me and asked me what are the names of the artists that work for mud collage and i said well it's just me <laughs> <laughs> And they were, and they were, I think, slightly disappointed because they had looked at the images and they thought that different collages were made by different people, that it couldn't be one person. And I was like, no, it's just me. I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry to disappoint. <laughs> it's just me. Um, uh, so they, they did think that uh, Mad Collage was kind of like a conglomerate of artists. And it, it's not. It's just silly old me. You know, doing what you're exactly what you're describing, which is just picking and choosing and being open and looking and listening and finding different sources of inspiration all the time from different places. And, you know, and they can look very different from one time to the next. So I think that is a it's a function of of being open, which is very, very important. Because if you put yourself on the same track, like a train, mm -hmm. you're always going to be making the same things all the time. And I cannot imagine, I cannot imagine myself doing the same thing forever. Exactly. It's it's exactly what I think, Matt Collage. I don't like restrict restrictions in my art but in life too i don't like i don't like to be uh restrained in something 
I like I like to keep op my open minded. You know, I like to to keep an open mind and to I'm I I like to be curious. I like to be uh, to to start starting new things and starting new in life too. You know, I'm I'm the same in life that as I as I am in my art. You know, um, everyone's work artwork is different because it reflects who that person is and. More times than not, you know, the artwork is going to reflect, you know, the way you approach other areas of your life as well. And um, it's inevitable, you know, it's just an extension of the person after all. And all, all work, and this is by Oscar Wilde, one of my favorite uh, authors, all work is self-portrait. Mm -hmm. and, um, it says more about the maker than than anything else of course you can learn a lot from people or about people from their work so um, I find that really really fascinating and I absolutely think it's true so um, and because I make analog collage predominantly since I don't know how to plug in a computer um, do you have any specific types of paper that you prefer to use for your analog collages? I use mixed media uh, paper Fabriano. Mm -hmm. And I have uh, I have also um, books, uh, you know, spirals, spir uh -huh. <laughs> spiral books to uh, to do my collage, but it's always uh, it's always mixed media paper. Uh -huh. generally but i was thinking uh when you were talking about um the quote of oscar wilde mm -hmm. uh sometimes um i don't see the messages that are in my collage because it, it's not my starting point you know to say uh -huh. something but sometimes uh my followers they say oh i see uh i see that uh, i i i understand to that that's fascinating i don't like to 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 do a collage with a message you know yeah. i like i like followers to tell me what they see in my collage that's interesting that's fascinating and mm -hmm. sometimes i discover myself uh, i'm surprised <laughs> yeah and at the same time they're seeing themselves because they bring on they bring with them all their own you know baggage and perceptions so yeah they're seeing things in the collage that it's about them as well that you couldn't possibly intend because you know they're the collages are out there open to interpretation. So um, yeah, a lot of you know people put into the interpretation of the collage what they what they know and how they feel and whatever situation they're going through in life. That's what they bring to the to the plate, you know, to the party. Mm -hmm. and, it's it's a very interesting dance, you know, back and forth, back and forth between the maker and the viewer, and the maker and the viewer. It's 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 it is fascinating actually. And um, one type of paper that I use, going back to that, because I was asking just uh, yeah yeah, <laughs> um, I very much like uh, mulberry fiber papers, Japanese papers like Gumpy. And also Chiyogami, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, but excuse me if I am not doing that, not saying that right, um, which is a type of a printed uh, Japanese paper. And then, you know, the, fa the, the, the best thing for me is to blend high-end and low-end type of papers. 
I know that a lot of people worry a lot about the durability of the papers and mm-hmm. how they're going to age, depending on you know whether they're acid-free or the quality of the fibers. But I think there's something beautiful about putting, bringing together, you know, a very high-end paper with something that you found on the ground while you were taking a walk, you know, that maybe yeah. a little bit aged and dirty and a little bit, you know, uh, it, it seems like it was discarded. Well, it was in fact discarded. So I, I like that you can do that with collage. And um, it's a little bit of a, of a metaphor of what collage is, because you can bring together all kinds of things that have nothing to do with each other. And that's what makes it unusual and beautiful. You'll have to teach me about uh, that kind of paper. I don't, I don't know anything about those papers. I will tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I know, which is not that much, but of course, you know, I'm happy to tell you. <laughs> so. Great. You know, um, just a few seconds ago, we were talking about themes, which is uh, something that I wanted to highlight in my next question, because you don't, um, you don't start your work with a message in mind. I don't either, actually. Uh, Sometimes that develops and sometimes the collage is finished and I am not very sure about whether there is a message in it at all or not. You know, there's, there are other things at play in a successful collage besides deep messaging, you know? So, um, do you have any themes, any images that you go back to all the time, perhaps? Yeah, yeah. I I looked. Uh, I went. Um, I looked at my older collage, and uh, one day I saw that I was really in uh, pictures of women mm-hmm. and nature and children. I don't have children of my own, so maybe I like to. Uh, maybe there is a message finally <laughs> in my collage, but uh, those are the themes that uh, that comes up. Uh, often in my collage, woman, nature, and children. Very interesting. Yes, I've seen some of the of, of your, I mean, I've seen all of the images that are available on Instagram of your work. And I, I saw that the, the image of a very polished, very, uh, um, you know, well-kept, beautiful um, type of uh, lady keeps recurring in a lot of, uh, of the images, but it's uh, sometimes they're fragmented and sometimes it's just parts of them. So that's really interesting. And what's funny is my collage are very delicate, you know, but Uh I'm not in life. I'm not a very delicate person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting because maybe it's a way of balancing it out, creating a little bit of balance. And I've talked about that because, you know, sometimes people's situations in life are not particularly perfect. You know, they're not the best. And if you can, uh, um, you know, have a moment or, or, or carve out a few minutes every day, if, if possible, to yeah. just make things. And they they help you, they help you regain that, you know, you were talking about being calm when you make collage. So that is a form of regaining balance. And, um, it, you know, it, it's one of the things that I think uh, creating in general, just making things with your hands uh, does for you. Because you get out of your head, you get out of all that thinking in circles, you know, and, and ruminating and you, 
just kind of put your attention on what your hands are doing and and the problems that you have when you're trying to make something and put it together. And um, it makes you feel differently. Yeah, exactly. And I need so much to get out of my head because I, I always think, I always overthink things. And I'm always thinking of what I said earlier uh, to someone. <laughs> and uh, so it's very, very... Um, it 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 um it takes a lot of energy to overthink like that so collage as i said makes me feel calm and i don't see time i just i'm just concentrating on on pictures and beautiful things so may, i need so much to get out of my head really mm -hmm. yeah i i do too and i completely completely relate to that because it is absolutely exhausting to be overthinking everything and with overthinking comes overfeeling i find <laughs> it's, it's frustrating and it's tiring and sometimes you know your your head your brain doesn't take you to nice places and um, i find that collage for me personally you know, it helps me break that cycle a little bit. And um, yeah, it, it just creates a, a different kind of space where I can be, I don't know, I it, it just, it's almost as if I could, you know, it doesn't stop time, obviously, because nothing stops time. Yeah. It creates a parenthesis. And while I'm in, within that parenthesis, the collage parenthesis, I feel different. So. Same thing. Same thing here. I'm. I'm. When I do collage, I'm in a bubble. You know, I'm. <laughs> I'm in my bubble. So uh, it, it could be uh, uh, the end of the world, and I. I wouldn't notice. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> so it feels very good because all the time, like you said, overthinking, ruminating. It's uh, as you said, frustrating and exhausting, and I'm really in that. Uh, in that uh, these days, so so that's why I do a lot of collage. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 thinking about an apocalyptic movie where everybody sits down and starts making collage. <laughs> I don't know if they if people would find it interesting. <laughs> you know, I mean, the apocalypse so. is happening, and everybody's sitting down cutting paper. <laughs> It would be funny. It would be very funny to see. I would that. watch it. I would actually watch that movie. Me too. <laughs> so, you know, I also saw, uh, if I remember correctly, um, some circles, a lot of circles, and a lot of uh, something that caught my eye when I was looking at your work is this very crisp, very empty backgrounds. So a lot of the uh, the main players, so to speak, on your collages are seem to be floating um, over, almost hovering over the background. And that, I find that interesting. Right, that's true. I didn't... Uh... I didn't notice, <laughs> but I like to be, um, uh, how do you say, uh, épuré. I don't know how to say it in English. I wanted to be just concentrate on, on the image. So I don't like when it's all mixed up 
you know, what I call the kitchen sink collage, which is they have everything, you know, that everything yeah. going on in every possible corner and every possible inch of the collage. I find them overwhelming. So I like I, I, I pointed that out about your collages because I do find it, as you said, calming and 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 restful. Um, you know, I know that we've established that there is no uh, intended messaging. Maybe individually, some of the images can be read in a particular way, but there's not a, 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 a message that you intend to, you know, push through uh, with your collages. But um, if there was a takeaway from your images, something that you would like viewers to know about, what would that be? Uh, maybe the, um, uh, the softness, maybe the softness, oh. the, the, the poetry, the softness of my collage, maybe. And it's something that you don't actually see. It's something that you feel. So it's, it's something intangible, but it's there. And it comes across quite, quite, you know, clearly, I think. So that's a very good answer, actually. Maybe that's the message underneath that I was uh, looking for. The message underneath is look over, look under, look, feel it. Yeah, that's it. The feeling that mm -hmm. I want people to feel something when they, they look at my collage. It's not mm -hmm. just a piece of art. I want them to feel something, to, to experiment something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A little bit of peace, a little bit of calm, a little bit of softness, whatever. If it if it makes just one person feel good, that's marvelous. That's complete success, I would say. <laughs> I would say so. Yes, because we live in a crazy world, huh? We live in a in a tough and and world that's full of very very hard edges. Yeah, and uh, so anything that can soften that. You know, particularly now, I think it's a it's a wonderful thing. So, um, is there anything on the other hand, like if we're looking at the other side of the coin, is there anything that would be you know important or interesting or you know special about you that is not reflected in your collages? Well, I don't think so. All the things that are not in my collage are in this podcast. <laughs> we uncovered it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now we all know it's it's all out in the open. It's all out in the open. And if you do, if you want no more, just examine and study my collages. <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting because uh, uh, some some collage artists you know, uh, do um, want to emphasize something very specific about themselves with their work. And um, at the same time, when you choose to do that, you have to leave out all the things about yourself. And that's why it's a slow process, because you have to consider a lot of things as they come up, you know. And um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, plan ahead very much the only thing that i do sometimes 
is, uh, you know, when I feel that clutter that we were talking about earlier is that I do clean up my space a little bit and it helps me think. And then I can, um, I can work, you know, with less anxiety because anxiety is a problem for me that, um, you know, that is perhaps one of the things that I, um, one of the main things that I try to manage with my collage making is anxiety and, um, and it works, it works for me, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, it slows me down and, um, that's, that's one of the good things that collage does for me as well. So exactly. And as you said, for the anxiety or for the style or whatever, where we are in life, uh, a lot of things, we have different personalities and we have different qualities and different and and as a person we're not only one thing straight and always the same way we don't work the same way we don't talk the same way we're all kinds of things so i think that when we do art it it uh, reflects what we are so that's why i, I don't want to stay in a style and 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 um like I said, I don't like restrictions and I want my, my art to be open. So, so that, that's why I do this kind of collage. And that's mm. why in life I'm in the same, I'm, I'm the same person. And, and I think it, it, it reflects in my, in my collages that I'm, I'm a lot of things and I like a lot of things. And I think uh, curiosity is one of the, my best uh, quality, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, all in all, I would say that, or I would ask you, would you recommend collage as a practice to someone who's looking for a creative outlet? Of course, it's so fun. And, and like you said earlier in the, in the podcast, it's like we have seven years old, like we're in school <laughs> with the glue, paper and, and uh, scissors, you know. It's fun, it's easy, and any, anybody can do collages. Mm -hmm. You can mm -hmm. start with colors, you can start with a team, uh, we can, you can start with a picture, whatever. Just, just take paper and glue and scissors and cut and you will have fun. That's right, and stick with it. And it will develop, it will grow into something. It will change over time, just like mm -hmm. people do. So it will change with you, I suppose. And as you grow you know, your skills will grow and your ability to see things will grow. Exactly. Exactly. When I started collage, I, like I said, it was minimalist. Now when I, now I explore, I, I, I add uh, paint, I add uh, whatever, you know, it, it changes like we do in life when sometimes some things happen, you know. Mm -hmm. So do you have any just, you know, any specific suggestions, perhaps for a newcomer, for somebody who's starting, who wishes to to work uh, or make collages? Any any specific suggestions, perhaps, of how to start? Well, I had a follower who uh, who, talk, who uh, wrote to me uh, last uh, last week, and she said, "Oh, I'm." I admire your work. I'm starting up and uh, I hope someday, you know, like I was when I saw Samuel uh, Eller's work and mm -hmm. Lydia Ring's work, you know. So mm -hmm. I told her, don't overthink it. Just have fun. Just listen to your your intuition, you know, your your instinct. 
just mm-hmm. take up some paper and don't overthink and think it. That I think is the best uh, the best way to to start. Not mm. to think, just just go with the flow, like you said. Mm-hmm. Mm. So. Take that first step and get started. Sit down, get your scissors, get your cutter, get your paper and see what happens. And see what happens. Just stay open, open minded. Yeah. So um, just one last question that I, I'd like to ask you. Do you have any upcoming projects or collaborations? What are you working on right now? Uh, not for the moment, Not nothing specific. I would like to, I would like to uh, find a way to to uh, sell my work on uh, on paper on paper art you know on art paper mm-hmm. and I don't want it to to be um, I'm searching a lot because I'm not I like collage I like to do collage I don't like to sell myself I don't like to sell my my work you know mm-hmm. so I'm I'm trying to find a way to sell my art easily you know mm-hmm and I'm having a hard time doing doing it. For sure. And it, it's ironic because we have to do this if we want to sell our art. But yeah. I don't like it. I really don't like doing this. I really don't like uh, all all the the things that goes around. That. Yeah. I have. I. 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 I it, it's like if I spending wasting time. You know. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I'm wasting my time. I don't want to do this. I just want to yeah. make art. That's it. Yeah, we need assistance. <laughs> exactly. Bring me this. Do this. Do that. I don't know. I don't think. <laughs> I I am such a control freak, too. I don't think I could have an assistant. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, I, would be, I would be on TV in one of those programs. Terrible bosses. <laughs> That would be me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, well, um, you know, I'm just going to say thank you. And I am so, so very grateful that that you came to share about yourself and your artwork. I think that we need to support each other and in any way we can. And we can also extend a helping hand to someone out there, perhaps, who is taking the chance to start creating and and forging their own creative path, you know. So thank you, Ellen, and I hope to talk to you again in the future. And for more information, please be so kind to check the notes for this episode. I will see you next Tuesday. Take care and goodbye. Thank you for listening to Six Impossible Things. I hope you enjoyed it. Please Join me again next week. Subscribe on your favorite app so you don't miss any episodes. And visit madcollage.com for original artwork, exclusive prints, and monthly offers. For extra goodies, please visit my Redbubble store and select your favorite merchandise. You can also help make six impossible things possible with a small contribution so that I can enjoy a lovely cup of tea while I write and edit this content. Have a peaceful and creative week. Take care.